You're listening to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show live from Hawthorne Racetrack and the Points Bet Sportsbook on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and ABC 7's Dion Miller. Welcome back to the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Miller along with Dion Miller. We are live at Hawthorne Racecourse, the Points Bet Sportsbook, right inside Hawthorne. And our man J.R. Strauss, who is the reason we are up and running this morning, has already made himself a parlay mm-hmm. at the uh, Sportsbook, the Points Bet Sportsbook today. Dion, he has, he has placed the Arizona Cardinals minus 7.5 in this four-team parlay. So he's wow. taking the Cardinals minus 7.5. He also roped in the Dolphins minus 6, the Jets getting 5.5, and, and the Indianapolis Colts minus 10. I don't know if I love that one, JR, but uh, he's made a $10 parlay that pays out 130 if he hits. Not bad. So uh, he, uh, he's taking advantage. See, that's the kind of, that's the of way being I need to ease in, in. I need to ease in like that. So that's why you should come out to uh, join us at the Points Yes, Bet join us. At Hawthorne Racecourse. As I mentioned, uh, we've been talking about a lot. The inactives are in. No real surprise, but Kyler Murray is active for the Cardinals. We kind of expected that the way this week had gone. Maybe a little bit more surprising, but DeAndre Hopkins is active as well, although yeah. Adam Schefter reported about 12 hours ago that don't be surprised if he's not used as much as he normally is. They may play it safe due to his hamstring injury and the weather. However, Roquan Smith, with his hamstring injury, is active as well for the Bears, and uh, that is good news for the Bears. We've mentioned also we knew that Justin Fields was going to be inactive along with Allen Robinson and Akeem Hicks as well, the big ones for the Bears. All of those players are inactive as the Bears host the Cardinals today at Soldier Field. Yeah, I'm a little nerve. I'm a little leery. It's good news that Roquan is playing, but a little leery because we, as we discussed, tweaking your hamstring yeah. is, is one that can linger for a long time. Um, but I also trust that they wouldn't put him out there if they didn't feel like he was ready to actually go. Yeah, at, is, at his speed, there's no point exactly. putting him out there if he can't do what he wants to do. Right. Exactly. So that is a good and such a beast. This encouraging year. news mm-hmm. for the Bears. Now it's our opportunity to find out a little bit more about what went on up at Hallis Hall. Dion Miller cracks open her notepad to bring you inside Hallis Hall on the ESPN Chicago pregame show. Let's be real. It's a notebook. And it's, again, it was not overflowing this week as opposed to a week ago. I had to really dig in to see what jumped out at me. And we're okay. going to start with the facts of the week. And that was the question mark about Kyler Murray, but knowing that this defense had to deal with a quarterback who has the highest quarterback rating in the NFL. So uh, we listened with we heard from Sean Desai as he was talking about why Kyler Murray is such a big challenge. And as we described, this is this is what you want coaches saying about Justin Fields. But this is how Sean Desai and the Bears defense are approaching this uh, matchup and challenge today. He presents as a really good leader on tape. You know, I mean, there's not many mistakes happening. He's got command of the offense. Uh, he can obviously beat you with his arm strength uh, and with his feet. You know, and he's becoming, a, in my opinion, a much more patient passer in the pocket where he'll scramble to throw. And uh, it's dangerous because, you know, as a coverage guy, you're kind of nervous. 
you know, is he guy going to throw it? Is he going to is he going to run it? Because he's a fast guy, he can still make you miss in the open field, and you see that on tape. So he's he's got all those traits that you got to defend. I would love to hear an opposing coach say that about Justin Fields at some point in time. But hearing <laughs> Sean, the Sean Desai say that and, and describe how difficult it will be to defend Kyler Murray, it is a good thing they have Roquan Smith, but the challenge is still very real to get pressure on him up front to make him uncomfortable. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. You heard him say that. How this Bears defense, shorthanded as they are, will be able to to force him to make mistakes and then be able to take advantage of those is something that I'm really going to be watching today to see exactly how they respond to this and, and having Roquan back as their leader and and how they're able to kind of build off what they are, I guess, trying to do as a defense under Sean Desai. Well, and Kyler Murray presents a huge problem for as long as he's close to 100%. He's a huge problem for defenses because of his ability to keep drives alive with his ability to scramble and also pick up big gains. Now, last year, what happened was once he was injured, all of a sudden he stopped running, and all of a sudden – defenses could focus on stopping the pass. And all of a sudden, his ability as a passer also was no longer as good as it had been. So he really needs the mix of both. And it'll be interesting to see if he looks like he's back to himself, this being the first time that he's playing since week eight. So this is a huge test for the Bears if Kyler Murray is up to what he is normally capable of. I think he wouldn't be playing if he didn't think he could do that. I agree. Okay, so we, we get another dose of Andy Dalton, um, uh, waited until Friday to, to confirm that he would be the one starting today. And he talked a little bit about how he's not out there to prove that he can still be a starter in the NFL. He's just trying to do whatever he can to help this team win. And we, they hearkened back to that last drive, 18 plays, eight and a half minutes, to lead them to a game-winning field goal against Detroit. And you, uh, it's hard for me to get excited about that because it meant it was 16 points. Like, they needed that to win, to beat a winless team. So it's yes. hard to get excited about that. However, for Andy Dalton not to have had any live reps last week to be able to come off of that, I wanted to know if he feels like he's finding a rhythm with the offense and what gives him evidence that that is actually coming along. We've got to be consistent with what we're doing. I think consistency is key. And um, Fred's obviously was great in that last one to have that last drive, to have uh, – to go on the long drive that allows when the game kick the field goal right at the end. I mean, there's stuff that we can build off of for sure. And so I think we just got to carry a little bit of that momentum into, into this week and kind of where we're going uh, here on out. Now that does not fire up anybody, but I do believe that Andy Dalton is such an experienced quarterback. They've talked about it all along. He's not the Bears' future. We all know that. He's he's starting today. Hopefully he can lead them to a win. He's been there, done that, seen so many things. Bill Lazor really praised that experience this week and his ability to kind of make changes and adjustments without even speaking to coaches because of that veteran leadership. So I'm I'm hopeful that he's right when he says we can kind of build off of that because it gave them something to hold on to. After five straight losses, it gave them something to say, okay, okay, we did it. Yes, it's not, it's not enough. We're going to need to do more against anybody, against any other team in the league, they would have lost that game. But they beat the Lions, and so now they're coming They're coming into this feeling a little bit better about what they've put together with Andy Dalton, who's now going to be able to have that consistency and get back out there. Wish he had Allen Robinson, but um, this is where they're at right now. You're so right. They found the one team out of 30 yeah. that they could beat last week, and that exactly. was the Detroit Lions. The only, prof- only other professional football team that uh, they could have put on the performance that they put on and still got away with the victory on Thanksgiving. Yes. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yes. 
Okay, so lots of reactions to the uh, Fire Nagy chants this week. And we heard from Eddie Jackson earlier in the week. I want to start with this because he talked about how that falls on the ears of the players mm-hmm. and how they feel hearing fans calling for their head coach's job. I mean, we hate it, honestly. Um, and, like, the fans got to understand that doesn't help anything. You know, y'all want us to play better, do better. That's that's not helping. You know what I mean? When y'all sitting up there and chanting that. But, you know, I get it. You know, the frustration, you know, long life Bears fans been going through this for a long, long time. So I understand it. But it's not helping the situation. You know, I feel like it's just making it worse. But for us, this time, we like I said, we just continue to rally around each other and, you know, look, at, look, look upon ourselves to get this thing turned around and block out all the outside noise. Okay, I understand what he's saying. It isn't helping. But you know what would help, Eddie Jackson? If that you do your job at the level that you're being paid for, okay? And he went on further to say, like, you know, how would you feel if we came to your job and we were booing you and da da And I, I get that. I understand that. That is a hard place to be. But this is, this is your job. This is what mm-hmm. you are paid very handsomely to do. And so he says that they hate it as players. So they're not, they're not entertaining that noise. But I, I do know that Matt Nagy hears it, right? We do know that. And, and he talked a little bit this week as well about knowing that this will be a very restless crowd, right? They fall behind sure. 14 nothing in the first quarter, let's just say, because that's what the Cardinals do. They score a lot early. Mm-hmm. They score fat. They come out fast and they score early. And especially if their quarterback's fully rested and healthy, he's going to come out flying. So Nagy knows that, that those chants are not going to go away. And so he talked a little bit about how – how he's kind of heading into this, knowing the last time he left Soldier Field, they were calling for him to be fired. I have the the ultimate respect for our fans and our city and and our just everybody. I just I I understand um, the game. I understand what everybody wants with the wins, and that's a part of it. But uh, I would not be doing my job. That would be a distraction. And for me, I'm I'm here to to lead these guys to a win and to help out, and that's all I can do. And, um, again, I've always said it. I understand the competitiveness and the, the fight and the love for, and the passion that this city has. I, I understand it. So um, at the same point in time, that is a distraction for, for us, and, and we, be able to, we want to go out there and do everything we can to win for everybody. I just argue that that's a lot harder to do than he acts like it is. I think that it is. it does weigh on him. I think you hear it in his voice. I mean, this, like I said, this week felt like just one giant hangover from mm. last week's news. And it's, it's how do you let that go and how do you not worry that that's going to continue to happen and let it affect you? I, I just don't know how you do that. I, don't, I, don't, I, I could not handle that. that we, we are both in jobs where people can criticize what we do. Mm-hmm. Social media, people are always telling me, that, you know, something wasn't sure. the way they wanted me to do it. So you have to have, like, super thick skin. But you remember that stuff. Like, it's hard not to operate knowing that that is out there and knowing how knowing how the people feel who are watching you do your job. The, you know, unfortunately, Eddie Jackson, honestly, Bears fans, like, nobody wants to be in that situation no. where, where they want to boo. It's just overwhelming frustration. Fans, they, they, have, they can do nothing. Like, it, oh, that's yeah. literally... All they can do is make their voice heard. For Eddie Jackson, you know, if he and his teammates play better and the Bears win more games, then that'll, then that'll go away. quickly quiet the yes. crowd. I'm, you know, Dan Weeder just tweeted moments ago, we are inside of an hour until kickoff and there is zero energy in the building. Lifeless inside a still mostly empty stadium on a dreary Sunday morning. That's kind of how we felt about how the, where the Bears are at right now. Exactly. Like, that win against Detroit didn't really satiate anybody because it was 
it, the, like at least if you're going to beat the Lions, find a way to do it where you, you can cling to something and say, all right, this is why we, we're moving in the right direction. You know, Matt Nagy, you know, I, he, no, I, like I don't think the booing is not going to make him coach harder. It's not going to make him a better head coach. It's not like he's not trying. The truth is right. that I, I don't know if he's capable of leading a team. I don't know if he knows exactly what he needs to do to put his team in position. And I don't put that. Like, I think Matt Nagy's a good guy. I don't put that. I just, unfortunately, I think the Bears as an organization and Ryan Pace listened to him when they were in the interview process. Mm-hmm. They believed, hey, he is a good guy. And I think what happened is that his first year as head coach, there were there was inklings of him maybe not being great. But right. what happened was he had Vic Fangio on staff uh, to oversee a great defense. And Matt Nagy was able to ride a great defense that propped up an offense that, when you really dug in the numbers, we've gone through this time and time again. It, offensively, they weren't great that year. But they were the defense turned the ball over quite a bit, and they were opportunistic. They didn't give up a lot of points. And so the offense didn't have to do a lot. And Matt Nagy got a lot of flowers for a yeah. rookie head coaching season. A lot which of he's coach of the year. I don't know how much he was truly though responsible for. And we've seen now having the having time now play out and having seen more seasons and having removed Vic Fangio from the situation. I think we're seeing that Matt Nagy, as an overseer of an entire organization. Maybe he's not right now up to snuff. That doesn't mean that he can never get there, but I don't think he'll ever have the opportunity to do so in Chicago. And so I think we're, you know, this is where you find out sometimes when this is why you want, when teams want to go hire guys with head coaching experience, this might be one of the reasons why. You want a yeah. guy who knows how to put a system in place to oversee everything. I think he was fortunate that first year with the Fangio. I don't think, you know. I do too. I just don't, unfortunately, once Vic left for his own, you know, job in Denver, you know, yeah. Matt, Matt has been exposed as, you know, not the greatest head coach right now in the, the league. And I don't know if he'll ever have the opportunity to, to prove that he's capable of doing this job. No, but, but head, I think he'd be, he'd be a nice assistant somewhere. Yeah. You uh, know, maybe a coordinator, you know, but maybe the, the truth but is that there's still a lot of questions around his ability and that's, and that's, you shouldn't be asking that four years into his tenure. Yeah. You shouldn't be wondering if he can handle the job four years in. Plenty of time to discuss that. We're here till noon today as the Bears host the Cardinals at Soldier Field. Up next, Teddy Greenstein joins us with the latest uh, at the Points Bet Sportsbook. What you should be looking at today when you make your wagers. Right here on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000. This is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show live from Hawthorne Racetrack and the Points Bet Sportsbook with ABC 7's Dion Miller and ESPN 1000's Jeff Miller. Listen to Chicago's home for sports on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2 and ESPN 1000. Live from the Points Bet Sportsbook at Hawthorne Racecourse, I'm Jeff Miller along with Dion Miller getting you set for Bears and Cardinals on the lakefront today. Noon kickoff, it is our time to chat with uh, Points Bet Sportsbook's <laughs> Teddy Greenstein, who apparently is hanging out in Vegas today. Teddy, where you at? How's it going, man? 
What's up, Jeff and Dion? Yeah, man, I'm in Vegas uh, flying back today, not sticking around for the uh, Raiders game. Too bad. Beautiful weather here. A lot nicer than uh, apparently what's, what I'm facing when I get home into O'Hare in a bunch of hours. But, yeah, yeah I'm out of Resorts yeah, tr- World. Yeah, drink it yeah. up. Suck yes. it in because you're going to get back here to a rude awakening of uh, a winter day in Chicago. It's going to be nasty uh, up at Soldier Field today. Yes. Lots of rain yeah. in the forecast. A sloppy track for uh, Kyler Murray, who's back this week. Also, uh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins apparently is – there's word he may be limited even though he's active today. Which sets up for what? We got uh, the Cardinals a pretty heavy favorite on the road today, Teddy. Yeah, let's see how Hopkins does on that soggy field. Now, very impressive. You guys know the Cardinals 6-0 and on the road this year. Mm-hmm. And this has been a great team against the spread, 8-3. and So, Jeff, our line opened at 7, and now it is at 8.5. I looked like 15 minutes ago, and it, wow. it, it dove down to 7.5, which uh-huh. shocked me. Yeah. But then it went right back to 8.5. So, there is some faith uh, in the market on the Bears here. People saw what Andy Dalton did against the Lions, had some success. Um, so, you know, this is not expected to be a blowout. But with Kyler Murray in and Hopkins at least giving it a shot, it makes sense that this line is over a touchdown. And the Bears just generally being the Bears, that also makes that <laughs> That realistic. too, Dion, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Teddy, talk to me, though, about some of these, like some of the touchdown scores and how like that might play out as far as who's, especially with DeAndre Hopkins available. Yeah, a couple interesting things. So James Conner is the favorite uh, with our on our anytime touchdown score list, minus 115, so a little less than even money there. David Montgomery at plus 110, leading the Bears charge. Um, always fun to look at the defenses. The Arizona Cardinals defense is plus 400 to score. Uh, Bears plus 550 because, obviously, uh, Kyler Murray is usually pretty careful with the ball. You know, I'm looking also at a couple um, props in terms of the quarterbacks, the over-under for passing yards. Andy Dalton is 220.5. And, look, he did pass for 317 against the Lions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. maybe consider the over there. Kyler Murray is at 240.5. He's gone over in six of his eight starts. Uh, you know, I like you mentioned the James Conner one there. I like that. Look, he's got 13 touchdowns this year. He's clearly yeah. been their goal line back. And with Kyler Murray just coming back from injury, too, wouldn't it be surprised at all if they're a little bit reluctant to have him run near the goal line? So it wouldn't be a surprise at all to see James Conner score a touchdown or two throughout this game. What else uh, catches your eye uh, in today's game? I mean, listen, I always do love uh, all the all the – boosters surrounding the Sunday night game. And we've got a fun game tonight with the uh, Broncos taking on the Chiefs. Yeah, that line is big. That line is over a touchdown. So if you're a points bet client, you woke up this morning to a $10 free bet in your account, and that can be used on the Sunday night football game. And, yeah, I mean, Chiefs given eight points. So, you know, what I encourage people to do with that free bet is, like, take a chance on something that's plus money, like Travis Kelsey – First touchdown pays plus 425. So then all of a sudden you turned, you know, what's a free bet of of $10 into, you know, $42.50. So certainly some fun there. Um, I I am surprised, man. The Broncos have been playing well. I thought that line would be under seven. But the public loves the Chiefs. Uh, You know, and you mentioned the Kelsey bet there. 
This is also for anybody who has been listening to us for a while now. Teddy, they know when they come out on site and they join us. Got a lot of these great boosters available, the name of bets. Yeah. There is on site today, if you come out and check it out with us here at the Hawthorne Racecourse, Points Bet Sportsbook, the Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown and the Chiefs to win a uh, $50 bet max. That one is a special booster for you. You've also got the Devin Hester name of bet. How about this? You like this, Teddy? Mm-hmm. Any Bears player to return a kickoff for a touchdown, guess what? Plus fifteen hundred, pretty sweet. You can also bet the uh, you can bet the Hawks to score a goal tonight against the Islanders. That's plus one hundred. So uh, lots of great options for people if they come on out and join us at Points Bet Sportsbook at Hawthorne Racecourse. You got to love all the great opportunities to wager on Points yeah. Bet. It's just it's just it's great because there's whatever you want. It's there for you. You guys make it so easy. You don't have to just be betting Bears and Cardinals. Because at this point, yeah. let's be honest, some Bears fans are a little bit lethargic. So there's so <laughs> many different options for you out here. Exactly. I wish the sports book here at Resorts World was offering that, you know, Blackhawks to score one goal bet, <laughs> stuff right? like that. Because uh, we do really incentivize people to come out to our three locations. So uh, hopefully you guys can take advantage of that as well. Teddy, I appreciate the sacrifice of you joining us while the Northwestern Wildcats are exactly opening the Big Ten uh, portion of their season as we speak. I, I thought you were going to say because I had to wake up early in Vegas and barely know what time it is here. But, uh, well, also you know, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see if Northwestern can take out uh, Maryland without, uh, you know, with an interim head coach today. We'll see how that one goes. All right, Teddy, so how did you consume all of the uh, championship games yesterday? Were you in books, or did you have some obligations you had to take care of? What was your Saturday <laughs> like uh, watching all these championship games unfold? Yeah, Jeff, I love you talking about obligations as if I had, like, yes, you know, real-life yes. stuff. Yes, did you have things you had to do, Teddy? <laughs> did you have to watch you know sports what I did, man? We had a, a bunch of home game poker tournaments here, so my guys and I, rented out a table. Um, we paid like $50 each for a tournament. We had an Omaha tournament at 2 o'clock and a Hold'em tournament late in the day. So I was basically just watching the TVs in the poker room. I had my phone out, and my God, Michigan. I mean, it looked for a minute there like Iowa was going to keep it close and maybe keep it within 10.5, or some people got 12.5. And in the end, Michigan just dominated. So I cannot wait to see what that line is, assuming they play Georgia I was thinking more like Georgia giving three, but most people are thinking more like Georgia giving seven. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that uh, comes out. I'm with you. It does seem like the only viable option is Michigan-Georgia, right? Yeah. That that game has to to be the way that plays out. There's no other. You can't. You can't finagle away where Alabama's playing Michigan. You'd assume they're one two, so Yeah, they are one two. Yeah. That's all out now. It's, it's official. It's official now. Yeah. Cincinnati's just, in it. Thank you. It just came down. So just came down. Cincinnati. I, I'm so like in on the Bearcats. I just think it's so cool. Plus Luke Absolutely. Fickle was a buckeye, so I'm like not right. mad about it. So there it. you go. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. waiting for it. Alabama's gonna take on Cincinnati and then Michigan, Georgia in the uh, college football playoffs. Excellent. So we uh I love how so, after all that Alabama's still number one. Like it's just gross. After Isn't all this whole exactly. season, like here we are, right back to where we've always been. Yes. Alabama's number yeah. one. Oh, it's they're just irritating. One play away from losing to Auburn, and now they're still. I know, right? I know. It's so irritating. Oh, no, that is that's the perfect way to, to put it. There, Auburn was in the Iron Bowl. They're on on the on the precipice of eliminating yeah. Alabama from it entirely, and now they're probably just going to walk away and win it all again. I know. It's just. Crazy. It's r- disgusting. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> 
All right, Teddy, uh, as, we, uh, as we let you go, anything else you uh, want to let us know about, or should we uh, just keep focused on the uh, Bears and Cardinals today and uh, get ready for some college football action? In later in the yeah, I mean, we'll definitely talk college football as that gets closer, but um, let's see how Kyler Murray performs today. Tough for, uh, for Andy Dalton to have Allen Robinson out, because I feel like when uh, you know, Allen Robinson hasn't been doing much with Justin Fields, but I feel like he would have had a good shot to do some damage today, yeah. but he is out as well. So let's see if the Bears show up. Um, you know, only two and three at home, but maybe the defense will be good enough to keep it within eight points. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Teddy. Appreciate it. Enjoy uh, Vegas for a couple more hours before you get home to a brutal awakening the Chicago <laughs> winter. Thanks, as always, Teddy. Thanks, Teddy. See you guys. Have a great one. Teddy Greenstein of PointsBet. We are out at Hawthorne Racecourse, the PointsBet sportsbook location for you. Come on out. Say hello. We're here till noon as the Bears take on the Cardinals at Soldier Field. Get you set for Bears and Cardinals on the lakefront right here on ESPN 1000. Live from the PointsBet Sportsbook at Hawthorne Racetrack, this is the ESPN Chicago PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. We are live from the PointsBet Sportsbook at Hawthorne Racecourse, 3501 South Laramie. Come on down, say hello. We're here for about 25 minutes before Bears and Cardinals kick off at Soldier Field today. Cardinals heavy favorites in what is expected to be some uh, swampy weather. Yeah. Rain and cold and pretty nasty. A wintry so mix, if you will. Maybe, just maybe, that will play in the Bears' favor because I will say... When you have two good teams going head-to-head, the weather definitely, I do think, is advantage bears in this situation. I can say that, too. But how can you not, like, sit in, how can you sit in this weather for three hours plus, whatever, Mm -hmm. and not think, gosh, how amazing would it be if we had a roof over our heads and we could feel our fingers? Like, yes, yes, yes. I'm, Do hey, that. Listen, again. As I a, will vote yes. As a season ticket holder, I, I firmly am in the camp of I would love uh, a dome stadium. And if it has to be in Arlington Heights, so be it. So be it. I'm fine with I don't that. care where it is. I'm absolutely. The only, you know, the only time cold weather games are ever really that fun is when the team is really, 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 really good. good. And, and, you know, that for. When's the last time that happened? has not been often enough for Bears fans. To, no. Make it worthwhile. So yes, give and, me a dome. And going back to today's game, as as interesting and intriguing as it is to see exactly how the Bears respond to the best team in the NFC, it I don't know what to what end it, where it takes us. I don't know if they win. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that either because it just feels kind of like lukewarm. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe that's like I don't. I haven't completely bought into the Cardinals just yet either. They, yeah. they're nine and two, but. They lost to a depleted Packers team. It would be. (laughs) But the truth is that they're not a. There's plenty of teams in the NFC where I would much. I still am. I'm still going with the Packers and Bucks for sure. For sure. Right now, you know, in week 13. Now things can change. Injuries will change everything. But if you're asking me, okay, who are your favorites to come out of the NFC? I'm still taking the Packers and the Bucks. Over the Cardinals, and I'll say this, even though the Cardinals have beat them once and they play them next week, I still might pick the Rams over the Cardinals. They look horrible right now. They looked horrible. But, but if they get right, I still might be more more intrigued by, 
you know, taking those teams in the NFC before. I might even take the Cowboys and 49ers as crazy. I'm just not wow. a believer yet wow. right now in the Cardinals. Why do you think that is? I, they, I, the way they started, they started to they were they peaked too early. No, it's 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 not that. It's just like I like Cliff Kingsbury has never really showed you that he is somebody who I need to believe in just yet, right? And so they beat the Rams earlier this season, right? Mm-hmm. They beat the Titans in the first week of the year where, like, I don't know how much stock to put in to week one of anything in the NFL because nobody treats the preseason with any respect anymore. Like, nobody's playing. We saw what happened to the Packers right. in week one. They didn't even show up against the Saints. So I don't know how much validity to put into a week one win over the Titans, right? right. And then the rest of the games that they won – Sure, they, you, you got to give them credit for winning, but like none of them are like overly impressive victories against teams where you like. So, unfortunately for the Cardinals, for me, they're a product of a schedule that I haven't been like overly impressed with. The next after the Bears, the Cardinals have the Rams, mm-hmm. they've got the Lions. That's fine. Then they've got the Colts and the Cowboys. Those are three matchups where if the, if the Cardinals say win two of those three games, all of a sudden I can maybe take them a little bit more seriously. Yeah, but. No, I, you're not. You, you know, know what? You're not wrong. I mean, like losing their their losses are to the Packers. And and I yeah. And I don't know. Again, the Packers. The problem with the Packers game was that the Packers had no wide receivers. Right. All their wide receivers were out because of COVID, and they still and could they not still win that game, win that game at home. Yeah. So that's why I have a hard time believing in the Cardinals just yet. But that was without Kyler Murray. Yes. No, no, no. The Kyler played that game. He did. That was okay. the last game that he played. So okay. um, and then he he oh because yeah. they had the bye right yeah okay. so. So, you know, it's one of those situations where I don't know if I can buy the Cardinals just yet. And so even if the Bears somehow, some way, find a way to win this game, it, all it's going to be is reinforce my your, disbelief, your disbelief in the Cardinals. In the Cardinals. But is it going to increase any belief in the Bears and Matt Nagy mm, and, and yeah. what they're doing? And like, I don't like think so. Woohoo! Going in the right direction. I don't think so. Like, <laughs> That's like, what they're going to tell us. No, I know. And, and like, unless somehow, some way, the Bears absolutely trounce the Cardinals, and I don't see that in the cards, right? <laughs> no, the that's like saying Andy Dalton somehow chops up their defense somehow. Yeah, like so I, I can't see a scenario where I come out of today's game believing in the Bears just yet. Now, listen, a win against the Cardinals today and then next week in Lambeau Field? All right, you've got my attention. But that's not happening I know. It's gonna t- so it's going to take two wins in a row against really good competition for, the, for me to start thinking – Matt Nagy can do anything to turn this team around, and that is unlikely to be the case. But, but it, here's the other the other thing that last week brought us was that he had somehow lost the locker room, and I didn't hear. I heard a lot more support of him this week, and even Eddie Jackson's like, "Look, he's had our back. We have his back." I, is that lip service? Is that all no, that li- is? Yeah, like, just, is that just like their public way of saying? Yes, you're like, listen, no, no player. Is ever going to publicly just announce? No, the coach, but at the right? same time, don't you think you can tell? But if so lost the locker here's room? when you get the report though from Jake Glazer uh, at the beginning on pregame. That- when Jay when Jay comes out and says the report came out and they and all the players were going up to Matt Nagy and saying, "Hey, coach, it's been great working with you." Yeah, that to me is enough of an indication that this team is. Not all bought in, and we're going to go out and win games to save Matt Nagy's job. They know the writing's no. on the wall, right? Right. And if they were saying that to him, then they know that he deserves yes. to be fired. Yeah, they, they've, they've come to terms with the fact that there are six games left in this season and likely six games left in Matt Nagy's coaching career for the Chicago Bears. And 
Unfortunately, you know, there's not much they can do outside of running the table, which just doesn't seem realistic at this point because of who's still left on the schedule. So right. yeah, if it's going to happen, it, it needs to start today at home uh, in conditions that I think are favorable for you in this matchup where you're going to need all the help you can get. But as you've mentioned, the Cardinals have won all six of their road games, and they've won yeah. all six of them by more than 10 points. Now, only two teams have won seven straight road games by double digits in a single season, the 84-49ers and the 68 Cowboys. Wow. So they're looking to do something today that would put them in rarefied air. They would be uh, so... They could become the third team in NFL history to win seven straight road games by double digits or more. So, you know. But then you'd have to say, but one of them was the Bears. Yes. Well, <laughs> one of them was the four-win Bears. I don't, but I don't think that's in the like. I'd be surprised, honestly, because of the weather conditions, if the Bears don't keep this one within ten. I think the Bears will. You think they can? I do. I do. Like, but you know, in the NFL, that's not really. If you win, you win by nine, or you lose by nine points, you lose by seven points. You know, because Jr. Of, needs it to be by more than seven and yes, a half. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> Jr. Jr. needs a an JR eight needs point an eight or more point victory. Cardinals victory <laughs> to uh, bring home his fourteen parlay. I'm cheering for it. Hey, uh, I don't know what your your plans are. Like Later today, Jr. But uh, tickets are as low as eleven dollars oh, for this afternoon's yeah, game. <laughs> Still time. We're only twenty minutes from downtown. I'm gonna pass, but thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna pass. Thank you. He's not gonna You're be gonna a last minute addition to the uh, like he was the against light the Baltimore and sparse Ravens. crowd. Read that tweet again from Weeder. What did he say? Like it's lifeless. There's no energy in the stadium. Yeah. Is that shocking? No. No, not at all. But does that? How does? How badly is that gonna affect what happens? Fewer people to chant fire Nagy. <laughs> I don't think the uh, – so this was about half an hour ago. Dan tweeted, we are inside of an hour until kickoff, and there is zero energy in the building, lifeless inside a still mostly empty stadium on a dreary Sunday morning. Now, I'm sure it's filling up just a little bit, and I would imagine, you know, there's a few more fans getting a little bit rowdier, but – yeah, this team is not uh, inspiring fans to be uh, very, very I would like excited. to know, what are Bears fans cheering for today? What oh, do you want to see? And our own, I see our own Chris <gasps> Black has wow. just tweeted as well. He says, 20 minutes before Bears game, and I've never seen a small crowd trying to get into the stadium. That, and Black's a season ticket holder, wow. just like me. So uh, that is, uh, that's just the way we are right now. That's where we're at. That ba- is really sad. Bad weather and uh, bad performance by the home team. Yeah. Not inspiring a whole lot of faith from nope. the home faithful. I'm Jeff Meller along with Deanne Miller. Up next, uh, Keyshawn Johnson joined Cap and Jay Hood. He uh, let them know what he thought about today's Bears-Cardinals game. We'll let you hear his thoughts and give you our final predictions on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. This is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show live from Hawthorne Racetrack and the Points Bet Sportsbook with ABC 7's Dion Miller and ESPN 1000's Jeff Miller. Listen to Chicago's Home for Sports on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. Set for Bears and Cardinals on the lakefront on the Points Bet pregame show presented by Valparaiso University and 3G. I'm Jeff Meller alongside Dion Miller as we're live from the Points Bet at Hawthorne Racecourse today. Um, if you missed it, Alabama and Cincinnati will take each other on as Alabama is one, Cincinnati is four in the college football playoff 
Michigan and Georgia will be in the other side of the bracket, two versus three. So no real surprises after the results from yesterday. So mm-hmm. there is your college football playoff, as uh, I think um, – Alabama, Cincinnati. Most people will be expecting Alabama to be. Yeah, I mean, go Bearcats. But um, if Alabama isn't number one at the end, I will be pleasantly surprised. There you go, Um, Dion. You just uh, had Uh, yeah. About an hour ago, the Arizona Cardinals tweeted out a um, a memo, if Mm. you will, um, and it says. the following statement was released today by Kyler Murray, located in Chicago, Illinois, in response to questions about his playing status against the Bears. "Quote: I'm back." End quote invoking one Michael Jordan, much to the disrespect of Bears and Bulls why? fans at this point. Like, why would you do that? Why is every team's social media better than the Bears? <laughs> the Bears, like, the Bears, I, the, the Bears' the, social media has QB1 issues. They, they can't, have QB1 every issues. Every team's social media is clever. Yes, and I feel like all the clever, Bears' social media does is get themselves into trouble. Or, yeah. or tweet things this that just make This is clever you, and interesting, but also, like... Like snarky, trying too hard a little bit. No, no, it's snarky. It's, yeah. it's yeah, yes. it's trying, it's trying too hard but, a little bit. But too, that's yeah. kind of what I want from my t- my team's Twitter account. I yeah. want them to be a little snarky. Yes, and that, like you know what, too. we're we're gonna own. We're happy to be the team let's that we are. Let's see what they what they. I think they. Um, let's see what they've posted today. Well, here you figure that out. I okay. owe the uh, listeners. I want to let them hear what Keyshawn Johnson had to say. Of course, you hear Keyshawn Johnson every morning. From 5 to 7 a.m. on KJM right here on ESPN 1000. He also joins Cap and Jay Hood on a weekly basis. And uh, he was asked what he thought to expect from this game, the Bears and Cardinals. Well, they've done a good job uh, with and without Kyler Murray. Cole McCoy's 2-1 and one, uh, since he took over at the quarterback spot. He's uh, kind of, you know, he's a, a journeyman backup. But he's done a good job in doing those things despite not having – DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup. Let's talk to the forecast and pray for bad weather. Uh, if you pray for bad weather with a team in the Dome team in Arizona going there, they, it could be one of those upset type games that comes because you're asking you're asking a Dome team with thin blood to go into an environment with cold weather to try to run an offense that is not accustomed to running in those situations in those environments and circumstances. Key, I want to ask you about about the way they have been able to play the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. So do we credit the system, or is it just that they have two good quarterbacks that are competent in McCoy and Murray to run it? I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think the system allows for them to run it. they got some good players. they got two guys that understand what they're trying to do. Um, you know, I don't, think that, I don't think that they can go far with Colt McCoy. I mean, guys like Colt McCoy clearly is a stopgap two, three, four game guy. When you start getting into five and six games and he has to be the starter, then your season is lost. There you go, Keyshawn Johnson breaking down today's game, Bears and Cardinals. Before we get to the social media postings by one Chicago Bears on Twitter, Dion, give me a number. We need to give away a points bet prize pack to our listeners out there. So uh, give me, what caller should we take here today? Um, 12. Caller number 12. Any reason you're going with 12? Uh, no. Nope, right. No reason. No reason. Actually, can we actually change it to 14? For Andy Uh-oh. Dalton. Uh-oh. Yes, we can do it. You okay. know what? We before can go we, ahead. Before you confirmed. We're going 14 for Andy Dalton. Go. There you go. I like it. There's All right. a reason. So, 
Caller number 14. I'm still learning this Go thing. ahead. Right. You, uh, the 14th caller must be 21 years or older and live in Illinois. They will win a reserve table for four at any of the three Chicagoland Pointsbook Sportsbook locations. Of course, we're at the Hawthorne location today. A free football jersey of your choice. A VIP gift bag, including four points bet hoodies and points bet swag. Four $25 on site wagers uh, for racing at Hawthorne Racecourse. Four $25 on site wagers on the sports of your choosing, plus $100 in ride share so you can get back back and forth to your location, and a $100 credit for food at the points bet location of your choice. So call our number 14, 14 right now. 14 right now. What do you got from our um, Nothing. Bears? You're right. There's not, it's not They're, even snarky. It's, the, their last tweet was five minutes ago. They uh, are encouraging you to download their uh, their app. The official, so the official app, app. So you can uh, listen to games and play-by-play and highlights. And Now listen, not every tweet from a team's Twitter account is going to be a home run. That's fine. I can't. Okay. No, I don't, no, no, no. That's that's it. normal. Like you want that, right? Of course, of course. But the other one was um, Motorola sponsored some sort of inside the huddle picture, and there's video of them running out on the field in those hideous orange jerseys. At least they're not wearing the orange pants. It's not color right. Yeah, they haven't done the inactive um, promoting another station to be named remain nameless um, and gear. I mean, I'm not seeing anything fun. Yeah, nothing clever. And with the, maybe, maybe, maybe they've been chastised. Maybe the QB one class. I ca- would imagine so much of so a much of an uproar that they've basically been neutered as a uh, as a social media a, team. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but it's unfortunate because, like, a lot of times you'll see clever That's fun though. Tweets yeah, from teams. Yes, and I, I forget. I forget which team it was. I think it was the Falcons were getting like crushed by the Cowboys earlier in the year. Yes. They were losing like thirty five to three or something at halftime. And the Falcons, it was something but it was like, yeah, we know. And even though like you know your team's getting crushed, yes. like a witty one liner from a from yes. a, like like thank you. I you can you're you're empathizing with me as yes. the fan, right? Yes, I think like, that that makes it more human. It, and, like, and it makes you feel better about your team. The Bears show sort of media And and you can't you can't just like Brush aside what like the real issues are. I mean, even last week when they were when the Bears were putting out like videos of Nagy at the podium and responding to his job and whatever, and it was the comments like the way they would highlight it, they wouldn't mention that that was the main topic of the whole conversation. They were yeah. just mentioning like what made them look a little bit better. Yeah, that's it's, all. I'm uh, all right, Matt Nagy's uh, he's got no visor today. He's got the full uh, ski cap going. Wouldn't you? Yes, yes. It's, the man a, has no hair. It's going to be a nasty day out at Soldier Field. So what do you think? Give me a prediction, Dean, as we wrap this up here on the Points Bet pregame show. Um, Bears score their usual 16. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I think that uh, the Cardinals score 21. Sorry, Jr. I don't think you're going to win that. Oh. But I do think Cardinals win 21-16. All right, uh, I think uh, I think Jr. I think the Cardinals are not going to be the team to bust Jr.'s parlay. Oh, I've got the Cardinals winning this one. I'll steal your score for the Bears. I'll go 24-16, which oh, means they get a half means... point cover for Jr. And I think uh, though the Bears will lose this one, and they finally. Get taken off. You sharing those the in the with hunt us, graphic? Be in the, are they going to get off the in the hunt graphic? Yes, they yes. will be off the in the hunt graphic finally after a loss today against the in? Cardinals. You want to buy in, Dion? I kind of do. I'm not you sure. Want, you want no, I no, nope, nope. No, it makes me no, too nervous. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> that does it for us. But don't worry. Oh Thank you for listening, everyone. We do appreciate it as always. Thanks so much to Jr. Strauss for getting us up and running. Thanks to our man Tyler Aki back at the shop. Thanks to Rachel and Jocelyn, our great ESPN marketing team. And thank you 
to you for listening. This has been the Points Bet pregame show presented by Valparaiso University and 3Chi. It's going to be a wild ride, you guys. All right. Buckle up. Enjoy it. (laughs) 